On today's episode of Scientific Healing, you're going to hear... It's, it's like that intuitive thing that you've got going where you ask the appropriate questions because they come to you when you're speaking to somebody. And it's synchronistic to finding whatever you need to find to help them heal. Here is today's scientific healing tip. You know that in the crook of your hand, like right here, there is an important point that when you're feeling discomfort or emotional pain, you can press it. And the more you press it and the more painful it is in there, that means that there's a block. And you can just keep massaging that point and it will help release whatever is causing the pain. And I have a little tension in my back and I can feel it releasing now. So you can manipulate and change that um, all, all, you know, just change it as you're working it. So when you're sitting somewhere and um, you need to release things, and I can feel that there's more tension in the right hand, and manipulate and release it. So you just keep massaging it. And I noticed that that tension that I was feeling a little bit in my upper back today is now uh, almost completely released. And you can even do a little experiment with yourself and ask you what pain level am I feeling or what tension level am I feeling? And it was about a three and now it's not even there. It's completely gone. Hello everyone, you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining ancient healing arts with modern physics to develop my own system that has amplified results with hundreds of my clients and students. When you're ready to feel energized at the end of the day after working with your coaching or healing clients all day while expanding and growing your practice, go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me or connect with me at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. Today, I'm so happy to introduce my special guest, Paula Brown, a great friend with an extremely interesting set of skills. She calls herself a heartist, which is a combination of heart and artist. And this is truly the core of what she does. Her business name, She Lightful, also expresses that. What she does is help entrepreneurs and leaders get unstuck by leading them through a unique process to draw out their inner heart's desires through a powerful visioning process with Paula's very powerful and talented artistic abilities. She can see it for you before you can see it for yourself. With this process, she can coax or coach the best out of you so your purpose, mission, and process all become aligned. This allows leaders to come to total clarity in their visions. Paula didn't always do this. She emerged from being a brand creative director after a crisis in her life. There, there's a lot more to this story, and I'd love Paula to tell it herself. Welcome to the show, Paula. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, Anastasia. I'm so happy to be with you and talking both mind and heart, as you do so well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So, Paula, you know, everybody has a really personal story on how they got started down this path to their unique program for helping people. Would you share with the listeners what you went through and yours? Sure, sure. I had a very interesting life. Uh, I started out doodling from a very young age and doodled my way through school and became a branding director and 
one day when I was visiting my ex-mother-in-law, um, I had a very, very interesting illness. And my purpose, I'm a purpose coach and a graphic facilitator, and my purpose started when my heart stopped. And what happened was that I had an aneurysm break to the main artery to my stomach, was rushed into the emergency ward in a strange place, not my home, and proceeded to have many, many transfusions and onto the operating table to find out what was wrong with this woman. They couldn't understand or figure this out. And I was on the operating table. All of a sudden, I heard code blue, and I was out of my body. And I went down the proverbial tunnel going towards the light and Anastasia. It was an, the most amazing experience. It's taken me a long time to express what this really was. And what it was is, is unconditional love. You just merge with unconditional love. And I saw my relatives standing on the side that had passed away and I was zipping towards that light. And my father who had passed away stepped in front of me abruptly and he put out his hand and said, no, you have to go back. And I was saying, what? And he says, you have to go back. You have to find purpose. You have to help find purpose. And he said, goodbye. And smack, I was back on the operating table in incredible pain with a doctor above me. And they said, put her under. And I, came, I woke up in the ICU and I was fine. And the doctor comes in after I got into my room and said, hey, you know, what the heck happened to you? Where did you go? Because when I came back, I grabbed the doctor above me by his gown. And I said, why in the heck did you bring me back? And then I was put under. And I said, well, I don't remember anything. And so he was writing notes and he wanted to know. And it took me 10 years to really describe the situation. And in 10 years, I went through a divorce, I went through a change in venue in my career, I became a consultant rather than a full-time employee, and I just kept finding essences. And I found during those 10 years, I did a lot of discovery of who I was, because even as a child, I could hear animals in nature. I became an animal communicator and an energetic healer for people and animal and nature and found out that my grandmother had this same talent and didn't know about it. And I explored all sorts of energetics to make the invisibles visible. And with that toolbox, I finally decided to apply both that emotional invisible strategy that I always had inherently to find essences or the core of things or the purpose of things and people and people would come to me and I just sort of say hey you know why are you doing this you should be doing this I mean that's the that's the feeling I'm getting from it and you're and you need to you need to change and this would change people's lives and meanwhile I was doing branding and finding essences for products and people and that was going really well too and then I finally decided well what do I really love? I love art. And I found that the heart of things, I feel very strongly that the heart of things is really the masterpiece of the story. And I became a storyteller for you know, summaries and people and drawing that out of people in corporate situations and individual business and life and to solve problems. And 
or solutions, find solutions for people that are right in front of them and they just can't see it. So I'm the one that runs around and, and draws the extraordinary out of people's ordinary mm -hmm. and they don't even know they're doing it. And I can go right to the focus and I see it and feel it before they even say it because it's communications between the heart center and that's a vibrational tone that a lot of people are doing. Everybody does it. They just don't understand they're doing it. That's true. They really don't understand yeah. they're doing it. And, yeah. you know, I, I know for me that when people would see me and say it, it would be like really obvious, like, duh, oh my gosh. Like when somebody <laughs> says, well, you're the scientific healer. And I'm going, wow, why couldn't I see that for myself? I paid a lot of money for somebody to tell me that. But then as soon as, as, soon as it was said, it, it was really obvious. And I just say, well, you're in the bottle and you can't see your own label. Exactly. And the, the interesting thing about being an artist and a storyboard artist, it's when you see it, when you put it down on paper, you see it, you can write it down in that seeing it too. But when you see it in pictures, you can share it and it, all of a sudden it becomes an aha moment when you can see it. Because I believe we're all hardwired to express visual mm -hmm. context and to receive visual context. Mm -hmm. We we receive pictures 60,000 times. We process them 60,000 times faster than words. Yes. So by doing this and by seeing it and somebody else needs to show it to you, that's why there's billions of people around. We all need to help each other. And my purpose is to ignite and show other people's purposes and their heart essences. And I learned by having my heart stop to find my heart purpose and to ignite others. And it just seems like a natural thing for me to be doing. And I couldn't see it for years. I was still doing branding and finally people saying, Pollock, people are coming to you for, for coaching and for, to bring the essences out and things. I'm going, yeah, I do a lot of that on the side and it's nice. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So who is it that seeks you out now? Um, pardon like me? What, like what is the typical pain point that people who come to you to have, to have help and help, you know, have you solve for them or guide them to like a co I consider a coach kind of like a guide and a mentor. Right? Yes. Yes. I, I work very well with people who have got these huge, huge ideas and they just can't communicate them and they're losing their followers, they're losing their support, they're losing their employees, they're losing their C-suite, they're losing their minds because they feel like they're already communicating this and they're talking way above people's you know, levels and they have to know how to talk and express their ideas in order for them to get them going and getting support and venture capitalists into their ideas and, as well. So I find the focus of what they're doing, draw it out, and we do summary papers for their reports and their meetings and their sharings. And all of a sudden, everybody's on the same page and it's the heart page. It's the emotional page that will drive results, that will drive income, that will drive the bottom line and drive 
and attract, magnetize people to their cause or to their ideas. And it's totally liberating for these people to have that aha moment to be able to show and share their values. And, you know, how do you, how do you like, know, and respect or expect that from other people when you don't like, know, or respect what you're all about? So once you start showing that, you, you have the keys to the kingdom to pass on your ideas and your communications. So it's anything from, gee, I don't know my communication style, to I don't understand my value or my worth. What am I doing here? They're, these are basic foundational things. And wow, it's the freedom of being able to communicate your ideas and your thoughts. And who well, well, that's absolutely true. I, I know that when I was, uh, you know, working as a scientist, like one very slightly shifted branch of science couldn't even talk to another because they didn't have the same language they mm -hmm. used. They each had their own little buzzwords and they really didn't know how, how to do that. And you have to just like reduce it, keep reducing it down to, for example, a graduate school level mm -hmm. so everybody can understand you. And then we're at the point of commonality. And I think that that's exactly uh, because, you know, people that have big ideas, they have big visions. And it's really hard to, you know, we were discussing this earlier, um, that when you ask, when you and I ask a question, we get like this flashes of visions. And then it takes a long time to interpret them because, when we tap into the other side, it's the quantum world. There is no time, no space. All we're getting is like this, this deluge of information. It's like taking a drink out of a, out of a fire hydrant and all you need is a sip, right? And you're getting this deluge. Exactly. <laughs> and you're it's going, wait, 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 wait. Oh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> and so you can only turn it on and off for a second. And that's really hard for most people to be able to do. Yeah, I think most people, the audience just turns turns to stone or turns blank. You know, it's <laughs> once they just start talking. And I, as an example, I did some illustrations for um, an incubator group, a global incubator group that I did a coaching for one person that was leading this, and they had a they had a forty paper white sheet, and and this was in Sweden, and it had four different languages from different countries coming in. And it was this top secret incubator for a um, GPS system of some sort. And he says, no, I'll give you the instruction. I'll give you the white sheet, but you won't be able to understand. I said, no, I'm sorry. All I have to do is put my hand on it and I understand it. I mean, I, I can just understand it. I get it. And I said, you need to put illustrations in this because the biggest complaint was they couldn't communicate with each other. And you're actually just so spot on with this and brilliant minds and they couldn't they couldn't get the results because they couldn't communicate with each other so we put a raft of really simple illustrations into this white sheet and he went back to sweden and all of a sudden everybody started communicating yeah and that's people all got right. on board and they came to a resolution, and it's going like crazy now. So, yeah, so that's a perfect illustration of a really serious pain point where the person knew he had a good idea and couldn't communicate it. Then, you, you know, you call this your sketch quest, where you figure out what it is they need, 
and then the end result is now everybody can can get on board and great things can happen. Yes, yes, and especially if you've got uh, an idea that you are incredibly passionate about and nobody around you seems to be passionate and you know it's good. So I take people on an hour-long sketch quest about one question, where they're stuck, where they felt they're stuck or what they need to know. And the intuitive questions come in to answer the give solutions. And I sketch up everything from values to your pain points, to your blocks, to your flowing, to the summary. And it's always got, and I, I rarely say always and never, but this one always happens where you, I do this over the phone. And so I go over the summary that I give, this black and white eight, 10 page summary of the conversation. And the phone just pauses and almost drops and says, where did you get all these words? And where did you get these visuals? These are great. This sums it up. I can share it. And I said, I'm not getting them from me. Those are your words. And then they pause and they say, oh my God goodness. It's, you know, it's like the ketchup in the refrigerator door. It's always there, but they don't see it. And once they see it, they, they can't believe it. And then they believe it and then they get all excited and then they pass it around and it generates all this enthusiasm and excitement and it cuts the process um, in half to do one of these sketch quests when you're really stuck, when you don't know what to do or you don't know how you're communicating. It brings clarity and focus, and I'm just always amazed. I always wait for the phone to drop and the question to ask, how did you make, how did you come to these conclusions? I said, well, no, they're all coming from you. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I get that, not understanding your value. I have gotten uh, feedback from my podcast, and I just did one on the elderly and how, you know, my process of what I went through with my mom and, you know, I got like, that was really good. Wow, that was so helpful. Thank you for doing that. And I'm thinking when I was doing it, like, is anybody really going to listen to this one? <laughs> <laughs> it's because because it, this is your extraordinariness. And you think it's ordinary. And, <laughs> and this is the key to purpose. To find your purpose is absolutely fabulous because it's right in you and it's right in front of you most of the time. It's your essence and, and you just take it for granted. And, you, oh, no, everybody can do this. It's like me. Oh, everybody can paint. You know, everybody can doodle. No, they don't do it the same way I do. And they don't have the talent to find the essence like I do. But I always just thought, well, everybody can do this. It's quite ordinary. But it's in the ordinary that you find the extraordinary. And that's mm -hmm. all coming from the heart. And when you combine it with the mind, strategy and the heart essence, you have a winning combination. And that's what happens when you put purpose into pictures. Awesome. Yeah. So let's take a little break. After the break, I'd like to dive deeper into what your particular process is and some tips for the listeners to get started to listening to their own heart. I want to remind all of our listeners, you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. Today, my special guest is Paula Brown, hardest, and uh, her business is Chi Lightful. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into her process and show you how you can get in touch with your inner heart. 
you can actually do simple physical manipulations on yourself to change your mental, emotional state, release blocks, and even um, release things like pain in your body. And of course, the backup to all of these techniques, the backup is to work out also the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, and then relieve the physical. Um, I have a process that does that. We go through um, one step at a time and clean up all of, so you didn't, whatever condition that you have, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical, whatever condition that you have, especially if it manifested in the physical, was usually years in the making. You didn't get it overnight, years in the making. One of the ways that I work is I find out when something uh, got manifested in your body, like go back to that year and then rewrite the story, uncreate the story, redo the story. So it's as if it never happened. It's as if, <clears throat> if you imagine your life is a tree and here you are at birth and each decision that you make will create a different branch, right? So you have all these branches of possibilities and you're ending up somewhere along the branch. And by doing energy work, it's as if you did not make that decision and instead you made a different decision and you end up on another branch. So that's the way I view energy healing with regards to, to whatever your life is now. And the great thing is that we are infinite beings of light, powerful beings of light, and we can change our history and we can rewrite things and we can create whatever life we want. And I'm ready to have a conversation with you if that's what you'd like to have in your life. Either learn it for yourself or to um, have me help you with it. So I have my contact information is scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. So you can either write me or have a conversation with me and I always answer the, you know, I always answer whatever queries come through. And I do it personally because I'm very interested in hearing out, hearing what you would like to hear. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. If you are a healer or coach, you can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes by going to scientifichealer.com forward slash action and download the action guide for discovering your biggest challenge to success. Before the break, we were talking to Paula Brown about her unique process for getting leaders and entrepreneurs unstuck and relieve, revealing their inner heart. Welcome back, Paula. I'm so excited to be talking about your process further. Great. It's good to be back. Yeah, and before the break, we were talking about some of the typical results you get when you're working with others. In other words, uh, you know, this uh, being able to communicate better and be able to project ideas. Do you have an example for that was like really tough, like people were, you know, it was really a horrible situation and this just ironed it out? Yes, I have a few of those. Uh, one of my favorites really is, <laughs> yeah, we all have, we all have our, we all have our wonderful things that we do. Mm -hmm. And the most rewarding for me, this speaking about the rewards for me, was a recent sketch quest that I did for a retreat owner. 
and she has a beautiful, beautiful retreat, and she does wonderful work about helping other people unpack their stuff and release, and just a wonderful, wonderful place. And she came to me, and here I thought she was a real confident, newer stuff, you know, and going forward, and I was always kind of jealous. I said, boy, you have this great place. That's my dream. And she said, I just don't know what I'm doing. And I went, well, how am I supposed to help you with that? It looks like you know what you're doing, so let's dissect this. And she says, yeah, I want a sketch quest because I really need to know the value that I provide. I, I just don't feel like I'm, I'm teaching the things or I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. And she's got a five, six-star small retreat area. And she, she attracts all these high-level CEOs and stuff, and they just love her, and she doesn't understand why. And so we did the sketch quest, and it turns out that she's a fabulous communicator with the nature around her. She has this old oak tree in the front of the retreat that she hears things from, but she didn't want to admit that she was talking to nature. And I said, well, I talk to nature all the time, so let's talk to the tree. And so we, and during the sketch quest, we actually energetically talked to the nature of her retreat and the tree. And we found out what the tree was saying to her, and she was totally in alignment with it. And at the summary of the sketch quest, we outlined her values, her benefits, her worth, her, her fears, her anxieties, and the summary, and also the tree words. And she started sharing this with her people who came. And they all said, geez, this is you, this is you, this is so great. And she again said, you know, where are you getting all these visuals of these words? I said, this is you. And she had to hang up the phone and call again because she just started crying. She had this huge release and a very big healing and called her back. I said, okay, have you had your water? Let's keep going on with the, with the summary. And it really has lifted her into a completely different space. And now she is confident. She's attracting more and more. She ended up um, attracting two huge retreat clients like two days after she did the sketch quest. So that was very rewarding for me. And just one hour sketch quest. And so she may come back for some coaching a little bit later on, but now she's very busy accepting all her guests and doing her thing and being very confident. It brought her confident. It validated. It, it broke all the barriers for her to do what she was the best at. And she's a natural born healer. She listens. She understands. She's a huge empath to, you know, other people's suitcase, you know, unpack your bags, Right. And that, and that's, and that's really what it's about when you're not confident. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even though you might appear confident on the outside, you still, you still project it. Like you and I both know that, but we still project it. It goes out from the heart outwards it, through an energy field. Like the heart frequencies will vary depending on how you're feeling. The happier you are, the higher the frequency, the smoother the waveform. And yeah. more comfortable people feel. And if you're not, you don't have that confidence, then the ability to attract that ideal client goes downhill, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I also feel that after doing, um, you know, 
client work and helping people um, release these barriers. I mean, just smash walls. And um, I, I think it has a, you know, it's a safe haven to make shift, you know, to put things into pictures mm-hmm. and to, it's, it's almost giving your mind um, the, the carrot to accept change that your heart wants you to do when you see it in pictures, because it's just an acceptance and in unintimidating sketches, little doodles, it's even, it's even better. And it gives people a safe place to accomplish change. Well, And, and the thing is that, that we are a lot more simple in, you know, we our energetic being is a lot more simple than we make it out to be. We we make like all these little yeah. rules, and mm-hmm. when you start dropping the rules, which are barriers, right? Whenever you start yes. dropping all the rules, life becomes simple and opens up. And I think that that's what you're doing is you're just saying, "Look, it's this simple." Yes. And going, oh my God, it's that simple. <laughs> and, yeah. And everything falls away. Right. Yeah, exactly. And what the pictures do and what the, what the mindset does, once you start thinking in terms of picturing things and visualizing things, it brings it down to the kindergarten level. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> are you going to, are you going to try to um, copy a Van Gogh your first time out? Or are you going to do stick figures? You're going to do stick figures and that's art. That is art, and it's it's so simple. And we, you're right. We tr- we make it so complex, and the and the complexity becomes the non communication basis that we're we're stumbling over all the time. Yeah. We're creating our own obstacles. Right. As a as a healer, I just remove everything that's not them, and. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we get to that, what you're doing is you're seeing their essence and showing them this is you and everything else is superfluous. Because, you know, we build these layers. Oh, we have this rule about how we're going to behave in society. We have that rule. You know, I can't do this because my religion doesn't allow it. I can't do this because my parents said no. I can't do that because my teacher said no. But those are their rules. And as soon as you start... Right. As soon as you start releasing all of those, like, um, you know, you can't earn a million dollars in a day. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a rule. People keep telling you, well, you can't do it. So then you believe it. <laughs> exactly. And and you know where it, you're you've hit the nail on the head yet again, because the I call it templatitis. And yes, I was just going to say that um, too often what we're taught as entrepreneurs yeah. invite more people in to work with us so we can really help them transform and reach their goal. We're given like a set of rules or templates. Yes. And I got that from what you sent me and rules for of engagement that don't work, especially in this day and age, things have changed. Now yep. you have to know, like, and trust it's all done through social media, not buy this product because it's the best, but buy this product for me because you like me, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's like way different, which is why we're doing video now instead of just exactly. audio. So you yeah. listen to this both video or audio. And, um, and so, 
you know, enlightened business owners, people that are plugged in, people that are, you know, feeling the energies around them, they can't work by those old rules. No, and and that's my audience really is authentic, purpose-based people. If, if I get involved with somebody who is not, it's not a pretty sight. It, it isn't good for them and it isn't good for me because I am so anti-template because my belief system is that we all have unique hearts. And I was shown that when I passed away. I was totally unique. And, and uh, the, the things that our peer groups and our families and our competitors and our partners all want us to do, you know, here's the template. This works and you'll, you'll, you'll make $10 billion in five weeks. And it works for the person who made up the template because they're making $10 billion. It's, but, Plus more for selling the template. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said, so you're buying into their wealth, which is nice, blessings, blessings, but you know. Yeah, so like... <laughs> so what, what, what are one or two really great tips for getting started down the path of discovering what works, for example, getting out of your head and into your heart? I'm sure I... you have a couple of tips that people can get started. Yes, I'm always telling people to do the contraries, like think with your heart and feel with your mind. And that'll stop you when, when you're making decisions, it'll get you into your gut and you start trusting your gut more when you're thinking with your heart, you're letting your heart actually speak. And in order to do that, I'm, I'm a Hawaiian shaman too. So I, I teach Huna philosophy. There's a great, there's a great exercise that you can do where you visualize completely what you love. One object that you love, that you know, like, and trust that you love, like I love Hawaii. So I, I visualize myself on a beach and I, I see it, I taste it, I feel it, and I touch it. I totally visualize and become part of that essence. And when you do that, you find yourself sitting up straighter, you find yourself smiling, and you find yourself relaxing. And in order to make change and shift, you need to be relaxed. You can't shift and change when you're all tensed up. And so when you love something completely and visualize it, then you can step into, well, what rules can I possibly shift here? And what's the good carrot for my mind so my heart can be speaking? And marry the two. Don't silo the heart and the head. The head's there to protect you. It's got a good purpose. And so respect it. Talk to it. And get a conversation going between the head and the heart. And, you know, put your earbuds on and pretend you're listening to music, but just be talking to yourself, you know, just touch that part of yourself so that's that's a that's the quickest way to get your story off mute is to think with your heart and feel with your mind yeah so you've been in, in business for a while now mm -hmm. and um, what's the biggest lesson you learned to do over again that you would pass on to somebody else just starting out when you get a tough feeling about a client or a partnership and it's just not feeling right, leave quickly. Say next, quickly. Mm -hmm. I tend to stick around, like I, I have an idea and it doesn't work and I crumple the paper up and I throw it in the garbage and I go, five minutes later I go, oh, well maybe I can make that work. And I grab it out of the garbage and try and make it work. And we are living in times where we need to trust our intuition mm -hmm. and it's really 
trusting that, take your mind along. When you're in a situation, an environment, or with a person that you're just not feeling well with, I don't care if it's a relationship, business, or anything, leave. Mm-hmm. leave quickly, leave, bless them, but leave because you need to be with somebody else that really appreciates you and supports you. And those people that appreciate and support you are most likely your authentic friends mm-hmm. and love and care for you in the correct manner mm-hmm. in which you can express yourself. So, you know, if I had to do it over, I would leave quicker and just go next. And I think that that's appropriate for the times that we're living in. I really yeah. do. And so, so really, the another thing that you're saying as you're saying that, what came to mind is that when someone's just starting out, they have all these fears, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is that you, the audience, the listeners, you know a lot more than you think you do. And that's what you were saying is leave quickly because it's the doubts that make you hang on. Right? Exactly. And, you know, they, the fears and the doubts, they, if you feel your body tense up, you know, you're living in the fears and the doubts and some previous pattern that maybe isn't suited for you anymore that you, you, you arrived at when you were five or six or seven, it's not suitable. So, you know, really listen to your body and listen to your heart and uh, follow your heart. Because if you, if you keep those relationships or those ideas or those patterns for a long period of time, you're never going to move forward. You just aren't. You're going to stay the way you are and then just frustrate you and everybody else. And so I would embrace change. And I, that's what I love about the millennials. They, they just flow. You know, it's, it's amazing to watch a millennial change mm-hmm. shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can learn a lot about the young people, a lot from the young people right now. And I, I thoroughly well, enjoy them. Yeah, they're not so much stuck in their grooves and they can turn on a dime. Oh, we're not supposed to do that. Okay, let's do it that way. Exactly. And there are still some us, uh, some of us old folks that are able to do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, who... <laughs> I can turn on a dime. You know, somebody says implement that. I go, okay, let's do it. But uh, that's not typical. You know, I've been talking with other coaches and healers, and they say the same thing, that usually by the time somebody is in their 60s, they're pretty set in their ways. Yeah. But But what's what's interesting about what you just said is age. It's to really find your purpose. I I was a soul coach with Tim Kelly. and uh, Oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah, I, I helped him with his teleseminars and all sorts of things. I was one of his coaches. And and what's interesting about age is like in your 20s, you do, you do, 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 do. And um, when you get to be in your 30s, you're starting to question, well, who am I? What is my what? How, how can I be in what I do? You know, how do you marry the two? So I believe that people that are ready to find their purpose are uh, past their 20s. Yes, I agree. Time. Yeah. It's yeah. like the age 33 to 35. It's right yeah. about there. Yeah. And I remember when I hit that age of 33, I remember very clearly, oh, I'm not immortal. Yeah. <laughs> because when you do, you do, you keep doing like you're saying, um, as you're doing all of that stuff, you don't think about, you know, your time is precious until you get to that age where you're going, wait a minute, I'm 33. Where, where did, where did my life go already? 
Yeah. Yeah. And wait till you get to be older, you know, <laughs> then, right. <laughs> and now people ask me, I tell them, Oh, I'm 65. I'm just getting warmed up. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I believe that people are looking more, at least the, the clients that I'm attracting are authentic and, and they're looking for legacies while they are still hopping around on this earth. And, and how they can give back as they're, how they can be in service for people as they are giving their service and being paid for it. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a really neat dynamic in terms of um, reaching out to the community and, and connecting everything. And as you know, everything's connected. So we are connected to we are connected to each other and how can we, how can we serve each other better and how can we understand that? And I think we just have to all become first graders again and, and communicate in clear focused messages on the same page. And it's, it's and amazing. They're honest too. They're honest at this. Yes. Yes. And no they subterfuge. Have- there is no, yeah. Yeah, because I have three grandchildren below, you know, from five down to one, you know, 15 months. Yeah. And um, it's totally fun to be with them because they're just directly honest. And I was asking my my five-year-old granddaughter, you you like to be bossy. She says, oh, yes, I'm very bossy. I'm (laughs) a queen of bossy. (laughs) And she was like proud of it. And then I tell her mom, yeah, she told me she was the queen of bossy. And her mom goes, no, she's not the queen of bossy. I'm the queen of bossy. <laughs> well, the apple never falls far from the tree. <laughs> yeah, and and my daughter-in-law's mother is the same way. He's very funny. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it, kids are so great, and I I firmly believe that we can all become kids again if we just reach down deep inside of us and talk to that child and and ask it why. You know what what is the gift that I that I came here for? What is the gift? And to show that to other people is just incredibly important to show your gifts because then you got your tribe, then you've got your loyalties and it's, it's incredible to share your gift with people so fully. And so just imagine your child, you know, standing in front of you, you as a child and ask it, what gift do you want to give to me? And ah, see what happens. I like that. That's another really great tip. Awesome. Yes. So we're, we're out of time now. So for people to connect to you, Paula, your website's Chilightful, spelled C-H-I-L-I-T-H-L-I-G-H-T-F-U-L.com, Chilightful. And you have a free gift there. And, yes. Right? And so it's a five-page. Explain that a little bit. Okay. It's your five-step five purpose step. quest map. Okay. It's kind of a tongue tire, but you can get it off the show notes. I'm going to be putting it on my site soon, but it's specially for podcast listeners. And it's a map that it's a five-step process that will begin your, your purpose quest. And it's even got a little place where you can start doodling in it. But it, it's a jumping off point for people to, you know, experiment and see, you know, to start their purpose journey, their story, find out what their true story is, or to validate their story. And it's really a fun, it, it takes you through a process, and it's really fun to do. And then after you do it, 
I'd love to get a call from you and I'm offering a 20 minute consult on, on your purpose quest map and see where it leads. And if you need any more help and I'd, I'd love to be of service to that. So oh, that's really, really generous. So people make sure you go download it. You'll get it off the show notes. If you're listening on iTunes or any of the other media, or if you go to scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Paula dash Brown. We're going to make that really simple. And her name is not spelled any weird way. <laughs> Paula dash Brown, the color. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly like enough, I'm name. always asked. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like I, I tried AnastasiaChopless.com. Nobody could spell it. So I gave it up. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so much, Paula, for being on the show. It was a total delight. And I think that, you know, people are really going to resonate with your message. And I'm, you know, I'm really glad I got to dig deeper and find out more about what it is you do. Yes. And thank you very much for having me on the show, Anastasia. And I just want everybody to bless the present, trust themselves, and expect the best. Awesome. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for our wonderful guest, Paula Brown. You can connect with her at chilightful.com. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me to check out my certification program to help you thrive as a healer or coach while building out your practice. When you're ready to learn more, I invite you into a conversation right now. I have reserved time for you on my calendar at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time. <music>